0: Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer, so let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold.
1: You know, there's some guests on Kill Me Now. You know, I would love all my guests. I wouldn't have them on if I didn't have them, but by the way, welcome to Kill Me Now. This is so special. Like, I can't even tell you how fucking special today's episode. It'll probably be a five-parter, because we can't shut the fuck up. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I mean, I could list his credits off, but they don't really do him justice. Tonight Show, Letterman, Comedy Central, Rachel Ray, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, he's does over 300 shows a year for the past 38 years? 37? Yeah, yeah. 38. 38. Yep. I don't even know what to say. This guy is a fucking legend. The one, the only Joey Colas here. Here, here I am, Joey. Am I gonna follow that intro? This, you're. I just. It's like you're a legend. I mean, you're a legend, and you're beloved. You're the probably the nicest guy in show business. No, the most generous. And you said something that I totally related to. And that was that your comedy is based in anger. And it's, but it's harmless. I think you're one of the only people who can take their anger and not, I mean, like, uh, you know, me, I scream at everyone. I'm like, what the fuck? You're not laughing at my joke. You know? I love that. But you, because I'm a fucking two year old, but you are someone who takes that, you turn it around. It's like G rated, it's like so relatable you know it's 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 a gift i don't think any other comic has because i think people believe that they can be angry that but then they don't want to offend so they sort of take it down a notch but you've never ever sort of i I don't want to say take it down a notch i i think you've never lost any integrity you've always been completely honest you're just fucking amazing you're amazing thank you I don't, I don't know what else to say. And you know I, you what? Know, I can't
0: follow all of that. And you, I think you're giving me a lot more credit than I deserve. Shut but, the um, fuck I, up. <laughs> but I... Listen... All good comedy is ba- based in some kind of anger. Anger, created, sadness, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something, Every all comics that I know right. have been beaten up somehow. So some right. go all the way back to when they popped out of the womb, right. something happened.
1: But there's some that I don't think have been beaten up, like Jay Moore. Well, Has he ever been beaten up? On I don't a, know him very well. But right, I, I mean, I, I think of like these is. white guys who, like...
0: yeah. Have yeah, have yeah. I'm like wait he's good yeah. looking yeah. He, uh, I work, and, uh, yeah I worked with a guy the other night he opened up for me we were up in the middle upstate somewhere or whatever and he's a he's a pharmaceutical guy during right. the day and he just got divorced and right. this and that and he's like he, he's like he's like doing comedy part time so he really had no right, had right. No, no material he's, right. All, he's doing all crowd work and everything and no one wants to see a middle aged guy dressed in nice clothes who's got divorced right hitting on the audience and having no material right. and, just, and just you know it's, it's no, such an entitlement gotta, that like, oh, I can yeah, do that. Oh, you yeah, can do no, that." No, they can't. Right. No, they can't. They can't do it. And and I've been doing warm up for twenty five years and stand up for thirty eight years. And um people think you know, the, the I get calls from ten comics a week. I want to do I want to do warm up. You gotta, oh you gotta give, me, give me the warm up. Oh my god. And I go, You don't even know. It's like the green berets. You gotta you, it's not so when you do warm up, it's not your show. It's so you're, you're yeah, the you're butler. the second fiddle. Yeah, you're the butler, you're the rodeo. But clown. there's no and, show without you. Well, you gotta you gotta yeah. bounce you gotta invite them to Judy Gold's show. Right. Hey, Hey guys welcome to Judy Gold's world I'm not a lot of to... comics can do that well no no, and it's very hard it takes a lot of work but when I'm doing stand-up then it's my house and right. I can say and do whatever I want I can right. be dirty if I want or whatever you know what right. I mean so for so for 25 years <clears throat> warm up during the week and then um, you know whether it's sitcoms or daytime shows or whatever even nighttime shows right. I mean, every weekend stand-up for the, for the past uh, right. 38 years so that's you what were, I'm doing uh, now <clears throat> I'm good
1: I always go back to the beginning because I am fascinated with people's childhoods and right. what makes them who right. they are yeah uh, and often people are like, "Yeah, do we have to talk about that?" But everyone, f- everyone has something in their childhood. But you were yeah. you were born in Brooklyn. You grew up on yep. Long Island.
0: Yep. B- born in Brooklyn. Well, my my father was from uh, Ridgewood, you know. And yeah. My father, my mother was from Williamsburg, and my mother's Italian. My father's German. Well, right. They're both gone. I'll talk about right. that later on. But they met. Uh, my mother was engaged to a guy for five years, and he, and he, he, he she said, like, "Shit, I get of the pot," so she got rid- dumped him. I met my mother. Did my you ever th- meet the guy? No, 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 oh, no. Right. But I did meet one of my father's ex-girlfriend. No friends. way. Came to the friggin' uh, uh, Martha Stewart show was in the audience. No me. way. Yeah, she goes, I, she looks at me and she goes, you know, I could have been your mother. No I way. Go, what are you talking about? You. I dated your father before she, he met your mother, but my mother was engaged to a guy and she broke up with him and met my father at some, some dance or whatever right. up on Metropolitan Avenue, you know, so. um. So when they, life was simple. Yeah, when life was simple. Yeah. 19. They got married in 1960, I was born in 61, here I am 57 years old. I All mean, right, so you grew up in Brooklyn, yeah, and a large. Only mo- one year in oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Then we moved to Long Island. We right. went to Long Island idea. and
1: yeah. you were surrounded by relatives.
0: So, well, here's the thing. We were the first family to move to Long Island right. from the city. All right. my my father's side, my mother's side, everybody was in the city. Right. So they didn't want to come to Long Island. They were right. like, We ain't going out there. It's a million right. miles away. So every weekend, every single weekend, they would holidays all and, no, we would go in there. Oh. So I spent every weekend in the city playing playing uh, hockey on roller skates with Where metal in the wheels. city were you? In Williamsburg on North Sixth oh, between Triggs and Robelling. That right. was my mother's side. We grew up mainly on the Italian side. So you know? Right. so and, What um, happened to the Germans? So they were just miserable. Well, it was just, no, nah, but they were kind of, you know, it's not, it's, it wasn't as, um, it, it wasn't it as was tight It wasn't, they were not a warm as fuzzy, woman Yeah, fuzzy well, as hello. As he yeah, hello, yeah. This is so, joy. We go. want you to come to our house. and yeah, in, no. you come, yeah. but don't talk. <laughs> so I was, I mean, I was I was close to them, too. There was some, you know, good people, uh, relatives that I had. Right. They, they escaped, you might want to say. Right. And got out of there and came over. And That's they came, the Jew bell. There the Jew Bell. I'm a good Jew, by the way. Yeah, too. you know what I mean. I read. A, I, I, I'm, I'm very. I'm very. Um, we'll get into this later. All right, but we're I, getting uh, into a lot yeah, later. Not, folks. Yeah, yeah, not. Yeah, I'm not religious, and I don't right. buy any organized religions. but yeah. I, I follow the teachings of the Torah. The read the, 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 the Quran slightly, and the teachings. There's of There's lessons. Christ. Lessons. Lessons. Yeah. Lessons. So. Um, and every day, I live right. by. The, I, I believe in a God, and right. I, that's why I live for. Everything good yeah. moves through me, and I pray a lot. Right. Like The whole time here in the city. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I I pray all the way in here. I kept my cell phone off, and I prayed the whole way in here. Okay, the what Railroad. the fuck? You kept your cell phone off? Off the whole the whole time.
1: That's yeah. a, that's because right. Listen, listen. This is what I do. Dude. I can't take it. It's driving me crazy. The fucking cell phone. I, I'm not kidding. It's, it's fucking yeah. killing me. Yeah, I know. Like I go. Yeah. I like I'm like. Oh, I got it. I'm in the middle of reading an article. And I'm, like, enjoying it. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, i got to check. But no! Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. I hate no, these things. No. I fucking hate them. Too many them. Um, You're on Long Island. You're going every weekend. You're going to be with your family. And you and your brother are sort of entertaining them. Is that how it happened?
0: well, you're close there. What happened is my Uncle Ralph and my Uncle Angelo, my mother, my father, I had very entertaining parents. I feel like I should play... Yeah. yeah. So um, so my Uncle Ralph played guitar and he's still alive. He lives in New Jersey. My Uncle Angelo's in Queens. Right. Um, I feel like I should have an Italian bell. All right, go ahead. They they used to play guitar and and tell jokes and stuff. Like our family parties, especially when they would come to Long Island because it would be the whole group of them. Right. Because they would all all come out, 30, 40 people, would come out, and my Uncle Ralph would play guitar, and we'd sing and tell jokes, and it was really a beautiful time. It was like, you, you saw Billy Crystal 700 Sundays, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It, was right. it was that. You remember, remember his living room? Yeah. It was exactly Billy Crystal 700 right. Sundays in the living room. And we were all singing and dancing and drinking and eating, so we would sleep all over it? Right. It, was, it was the greatest thing in the world. And I realized that when my uncle gave me a, uh, the microphone, he gave it to my cousins, too. I had cousins that became great guitarists. Right. Other ones sang, other ones did, did this and right. that, who became an actress, but they told, tell, tell Joey, tell a joke. So when you give a, a four-year-old a microphone and they tell a joke and you get the attention of the adults. Don't oh, forget it. Then, you, then you're like, "Holy shit!" You're hooked. I got. I'm it's yeah, like cocaine. I got them. Look, yeah. look I get, They're all looking at me. Right. I mean, it's a good way. You know what I mean? So, so I started doing that when I was younger, younger, younger. And then I went to high school and I hung out with a, bu- a, a few people that you know, a bunch of my, my group of friends right. were all funny people. I right. wasn't the funniest by all means. There's a, there's still a guy named Tom Marano that's a friend of mine. That, yeah, but he's the, not a comic. No, he's a he's a he's a money guy. He's like a Wall Street type of oh, guy. Whatever. He's boring. He's a, well. Like Billy Crystal said that time, you know, the, the class comedian, uh, the class clown runs across the football field naked. The class comedian's the guy who talked him into doing it. So um, that's that old right. cliche. But that's who I became, you know. And I realized, that, you know, as I got older, that women like to to that when you made them laugh. Oh, you know what f- I mean? so funny, Trump's thing.
1: everything. everything. So, so
0: what number were you in your family? It's just me and my brother. I'm older and he's younger. Oh, Yo, you're that's the it. oldest. yeah, yeah. I'm okay. 20 months older than him. And were you popular growing up? No, not really. No, no, not I'm very, really. I'm very no, into
1: the. Very, I was, you know, the most unpopular. Yeah, he so I was popular
0: in here. Right. This was me here. This okay, no here.
1: one can fucking see that, Joey. Uh, well,
0: okay, well, we're <laughs> I, was, I was popular here, and I'm three feet away. Right. Yeah. But you weren't unhappy. Like you did you? No. No, I went. I would we in bay, I would go fishing. My mother, God bless her, Italian lady, about right. four foot high, and she would and no matter what we pulled out of the Great South Bay. You went fishing with your all, mother? Yeah, all That's the time. That's the best. Fishing with mom and dad almost every weekend at the bay in shore a, boat? In a uh, No, off the dock. We couldn't okay. afford a boat. We had like nothing. We had right. nothing. My mother worked to, to her fingers to the bone until what she, she died. She worked at a plastics factory. She worked at a, a, menu, a, a, a textile factory. Right. My father was a, a crane operator for Con Edison. We drove. Of trucks of Con Edison, right? Very, very working, middle, middle, lower to middle class. Okay, you know what I mean. So, um, so yeah, so, so they would always w- work really hard. But um, she would always like be making the meatballs, dee, 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 yeah. singing and everything. My father was a singer. and They would love to dance. So together. it was happy. It was super, and they super had happy. a good marriage and the great marriage, f- f- phenomenal marriage. And did you fight with your brother? <clears throat> Every once in a while, he but not there. like
1: my yeah. kids. Who but have I, to I punch realized the shit at a young at age, my other.
0: brother was a little bit crazy. He was. Right. A, he's a New York City cop. He just retired. He did twenty five. Years and Thank he's you. a little bit nuts. Thank you to him. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's a little, he's a little bit nuts. So I didn't right. mess with him too much. And we're still very close to this day. I talked to him twice already today. So this morning,
1: like. No anxiety, no depression, nothing no, there was. growing
0: up? There was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course there was. Because I was, uh, I didn't, you know, I, I when I was growing up, I looked like the kid from Deliverance. You know what I mean? Look at my face. <laughs> Look what <laughs> God so gave cute. me. Look what God gave You're me. You're so cute. And I got like a big puffy <laughs> <laughs> cheeks and everything. I was, I was like, I wasn't the worst looking guy of my friends. I was the second to the worst looking guy. Yeah, but you had the best personality. I was I was a little bit, I wasn't afraid to be nice to people. Right. Because the one thing I learned early on from my parents and from my relatives is that you just got to be nice to people, and I but, was introduced to the good parts of right. of, uh, of, of of if you not, I don't want to use the word religion because I don't like right. anything organized religion, and I don't go with the the Pope right. and the right. Vatican all of that stuff right. as far as Christianity is concerned. Right, but um, but but I, I learned how to you know the two just to be nice to people. Right, uh, early on in my life, and that it, that it came back to you, you know. So I learned that from good people. So when I got to I, I, being in the comedy industry, um, I realized. The nice you, I go. This is a simple gig because I was a foreman on a Lordy dock at a tang bread factory right. and I was really busting my ass while I was going to college. Right. while I was going into the not only the Long Island clubs because where I lived, but I was one of the few comics. Because Peter Bales told me he used right. to work at the at the strip with, right. with Paul Reiser and Seinfeld right. and Wolfberg and all of those guys. Peter Bales told me years ago, he goes, Dude, this is great, but you, you gotta be go a comic, here, you gotta you not go, only to, gotta go, the, go yeah. to the city, but you gotta get in a car and you gotta go on a road, right? Right, so I learned from the best. And back in the 80s, when we were going, there was a few cities that you could stay in and make a decent living right. Chicago, San Francisco, Boston, Boston here um, uh, around Texas. If you, if you bounce around, not you, LA, Houston, though. not LA, not LA was too widespread out. Yeah, and you can go to the state of Florida right. to pick up uh, Bennington's rooms and a couple different rooms right. and one nighters along the way. Right. So that's the way I. I, I, I All did right, we're it. not even there yet. No. So
1: um you're a kid. You're you're happy. Do you feel? Is your do you are do you feel like you're poor? Do you feel like no you know, was, no? It, it, was your school same
0: socioeconomic yeah, for everyone? Same, just about yeah. Well, there was, was a South Shore of Long Island. If the people the right. kids came from by the water, they were richer. I came right. north of the track, so right. my my close friends were a little bit not. We didn't we had less, but right. we still did okay. I'm a white kid in America, right? Hello, you know what I mean. I still so did okay.
1: Positive. So positive. You
0: know, I'm I'm fine. I'm I, fine. I know you're a fucking great fine. guy. So, so you so really, you know, you are... You had a happy life. Like well, there's no... I was born with my legs backwards. Let's go okay. back to that. My legs are backwards. Okay, how did we braces. miss that? I don't know. I've, I'm, I just got on it now. I just realized years. my legs were. Yeah. I, my, my my my. I was born with my legs backwards, so I had to wear braces until I was four years old. Backwards? Completely backwards, like your feet backwards. were facing the wrong way. The wrong way. So they had a, they had a they no had a fucking they had way. To put, break, they had to break the legs, bring them back around, take the arches out. I'm comp- I'm more flat foot than like Fred Flintstone. Right. You know what I mean? So they had to break the arches, bring the feet back around. So from the get go, I was fucked. You know what I mean. And I, when you go through certain pain at a young, right, young age, it's like it's like looking at how old the were the, you when
1: you, they did the, the from born to four years you, old. Wait, do you have
0: pictures I have, of you? I have one picture of me with the braces on. Other than that, but no to baby this day, picture when you came right out. No, 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 no. And and my aunt says that my parents got rid of those pictures. They didn't want to be reminded of that time in my life and their life. So there's one picture of me with the braces on uh, as a baby uh, and dressed up. And everything, I was like two, you know. So we got the we got the legs back. Do you remember any no, of this? No, but I know my legs. My legs are messed up now. When I do three shows at Rachel Ray now, I'm limping right. out of there because I got I got leg problems. That my parents were told three or four times in in in, in my life that they should invest in wheelchairs because he's never going to walk. And I, wow. So as a kid, I went fuck you. So I so played wait. baseball and football. They
1: and I, never. That's so great that they never never said said that. Joey, be
0: careful. No, that was
1: Jewish. That was (laughs) Joey. Don't you can't be on the baseball team. I want Italian. Italian too. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to do an Italian bell today because it's just so similar. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, So uh, and up until four, uh,
0: you—that's when it was completely corrected. Was done. It was completely corrected, and I became like a normal kid. I went to school, public school. Did you 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 have pain, or did uh, you? Not that I remember. Not that I remember. No, no. But then everything, everything was fine. Normal kid growing up. Then at nine years old, because we lived out in the and the picture was the Boondocks. At nine years old, not that I want to get on sicknesses and health. I get a tick in my head. A tick. Oh my god! Now I am on a vendetta against ticks. Uh, I I I raise quails now to fight them. Long Island. I got a tick in my head and I got Rocky Mountain spotted fever. Nobody was no the way. only case in New York. No one knew what it was. So I had symptoms of pneumonia. I was dead. I was on my deathbed. My father put his hand on, his, on no my way. head because and he, and he, they cut my hair short for some reason. Right? And he looks at my and he sees this thing hanging out of my head. And he says, what is this thing? It's got legs. Doctor sees it. It's a tick. So they, they instead of just burning it out, they pull it out. The head lives on. Oh no, my God. The head how on. stupid are you Fucking asshole! That's right. So the head lives on. So they pull that out. Then they got to dig in my head to get Mm -hmm. the tick out. But I had a Rocky Mountain spotted fever to this day, and I'm 57. I was nine. I still have like joint problems and problems
1: from a tick. Wait. So if they, if he hadn't shaved, if your father hadn't seen that, forget
0: it. Dead. I was. I was. I had 105 females for six days. I couldn't move. I couldn't parents. breathe. Your yeah, I parents. like I weighed like 50 pounds. I was completely a mess. That's why I'm a little bit chubby now. And I, uh, yeah, I do remember that. Because I remember being at home in my living room and sickly. And then I had then I got became anemic. And then I did get pneumonia after that. Oh, but to God. this day, I carried, I took. Now, I'm on a vendetta against sticks because you know, people only hear Lyme disease. There's 43 different diseases right. that this thing carries. It's Rocky Mountain Spot. It's the Lone Star. It's Powassan. It's uh, all of this stuff. Yeah. And and uh, besides the lime, so we I'm involved with a guy right now, a biologist, Eric Powers, on Long Island. We Uh raise, we have. Is he Jewish? Yeah, yeah. be. he may may be. be. He he may be. He may be. Um. Yeah, and so. Yeah. I cannot with you. I cannot. <laughs> so, anyway, we raise, we have the, the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts and the kindergartners and the first graders. Right. You remember when you got an incubator when you were a little kid? Oh, let's let's hatch the egg. You take the duck and the chicken. Yeah, and you yeah, know yeah. what happens? We have them order from Murray McMurray in Tennessee Bob White quails, who which is the natural predator. They used to be all over Jersey. And they over eat the old, all the ticks? They eat their body weight and ticks a day. <gasps> a day. So we have the kids raise them till about, you know, a little bit, so they're two inches high. That's Then we great. put them in a big barn with heat lamps and food and everything. We raise them till they're adults and every July around between 8th and 14th, you we let open them these out? barns and 3,000 of these things go out to Caleb Smith State Park But now we got the seed program. It's That's on the South Shore. That's fucking Show. great. It's, we're, bringing them a, we're trying to get them to Fire Island because Fire Island is loaded with ticks. Go to New Jersey. We're going we're going everywhere we can. As a matter of fact, all the news outlets did a big story about him last year. Wow. So because. Powers, baby. Yeah, Eric Powers, your connection to Were nature. Were you good in science? yeah really good oh, I, I, science I, I like I like thought. biology I liked all that Ugh. stuff anyway so I, I digress alright so back so, to childhood uh, rocking me out on spot of fever went through my teens alright so you're
1: having a lot you did have yeah, shit my, my but father, you had a strong strong family connection that's yeah. what I'm getting
0: to now because my father as much as he worked as, as in Con Edison for, as a crane yeah. operator and everything he made the time to come home and play baseball my brother Whoa. and I he became the not only our baseball coach but he came, became the president of Bayshore Brightwood oh my for seven God, years I, can't with this. I grew up, I grew up on the baseball fields, laying the lines and raking. So you know what I mean. So raking, I, like, my like worked, Trump said, we have to do, no, right? Don't even Fucking get me started asshole. with that. No, so, sorry. Don't even, don't even. All right, even, sorry. He, uh, oh my God. So anyway, my mother worked in the, exil- the, 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 the concession stand, and we were all about baseball, baseball, baseball. And uh, it was a great childhood. Then I went to I went to Upstate uh, Brockport State. Uh, Con- Wait, Conradure. I'm not done yet. All right, Lou Costello was your. Uh, I love Lou Costello. See, that was your yeah. What I became, did you watch growing up? I I a lot of cartoons. Bugs Bunny's my favorite. Right. Mel Blanc because he's a, Bugs Bunny is a combination of Brooklyn and the Bronx. The right. voices. So between that, I'm a big Disney guy because I used the Wonderful World of Disney and all right. and Wild Kingdom and all of that stuff. I lived in a fantasy world. My my favorite movies to this day is still it's a Wonderful Life and it's a Wizard of Oz because uh, you got to bring yeah. people have to remain a child. They have to remain right. childlike. That's the thing that no one Nobody, realizes. You I have to. In this Play. building, I'm down there. There's all these suits on their phone right. and this and that. And it's not even about money. Right. I was on the phone with somebody yesterday. I'm not. I, I don't want to mention a lot of names, but somebody who we all kind of know and is a multi-multi millionaire. Jewish? No, okay. but, but multi-multi millionaire. <laughs> right. And in show business, and every other word was money. It's, it's over. It's so shut it's up. Over. Don't you have enough? How do I, am I going to be all right? All right. Pow, dude, you could buy a million houses. You, you got to, anyway, anyway, where were we, just before I jumped on that?
1: Uh, well, I was saying Lou Costello, Lou Costello, okay. So yeah.
0: my heroes are character people. Vincent Gardena, Jack Lemmon, uh, uh, Alan King. I got right, to Alan King. Right, I love Alan King. King. And who, who is from my part of Brooklyn. Right. Who my grandfather was major, he worked for major my grandfather was the major Bose uh, limo driver oh my and God. Franklin Del- Delano Roosevelt's limo driver no time. way yes yeah, to God so um so Alan King Vincent Gar Jack Lemon uh the character people right right thing. right uh, Luke Costello yeah I like the short little fat guy and and, and the character guy and that's that's kind of what I am I mean right. I know one it's am. so great
1: to be able to you know, turn on a TV or listen to an album or listen to the radio yep. and go, oh, I identify with that one. Yes. That's That's
0: my sort of type, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Because um, all my relatives are that. My Uncle Ralph is that. Right. My Uncle Angelo is that. I mean, these people are not... I I and everyone knows one. Everyone, everyone knows everyone a Luke or exactly. an Uncle Angelo. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and you know what? They're <clears throat> harmless, Judy. They're harmless people. They're, when you're in their realm and their aura... Uh, please, I grew up next to... the. I grew
1: up in New Jersey. was half Italian, half Jewish. I loved... The, the Italians were like, yeah. come in my house,
0: eat, yeah. Come stay, don't yeah. leave, eat more. I mean, you know. People that talked and hugged. Yeah. That's what I do. I'm very... Hugging and to this point, like like to the point where it's like, which you know- the, but, but that's why the German part of your family didn't want you to come over.
1: Well- <laughs> <Joy, laughs> Stop touching me. Go over
0: there. Joy, to- okay, oh, can oh, we oh, get oh, Joy oh, oh, yeah, out of yeah, the yeah. house? Hey
1: everyone, you know one of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life. Which, yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids and. dot com slash Judy Gold50. J U D Y G O L D 50, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50 five zero. Okay. judygold Gold50. And use code J U D Y G O L D 50. judygold Gold50 to get 50% off. That's code judygold Gold50 at factormeals.com slash Judy Gold50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. You went to community college and then graduated from CW Post. Correct. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah in yeah. economics
0: and finance. Yeah, yes, yeah, and, I and took, why did why did you say well, a economics? minor in theater? I took a minor in oh, theater. Okay. So, so when I was at, when I was at Suffolk Community College, I was in two plays. So and then Which, I what plays? Uh, the adaptation and uh, the Real Inspector Hound. Mm. Two, yeah, Elaine May. I did so. Um, and so you I, loved, loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. So because um, I knew <laughs> it was some performer in me, and while well, everybody right. was remember in college you were doodling like yeah. things on you, I was I was writing the names of comedians that I I love and I want to meet someday. Mm-hmm. Right, I met and worked with almost all of them. Right, so um, so yeah, I was going to college. I was working part time at a uh, an Italian bread factory, and um, and that was it. And I, at that time, I was going to the comedy clubs that opened up. I started uh, originally. I did the Olgi's baking company. Okay, we're
1: uh, going so far ahead. You graduate, right? I graduate. Are you the first in your family?
0: Yes. Of that, is that the, a together, big, big deal? Big deal. Like crying? Fact, did your parents cry? Matter of fact you just you whoa you hit me right there oh Um, my uncle Fred my father's younger brother who was very close to me in a in a spiritual way and he he saw he was uh, he was in the uh, army and stuff right when I became the first one of the family, both sides, to graduate from college, he went way out of his way to make sure my life was going to be great. Oh. He passed away at 42 or 44 oh. of a heart attack because he smoked and ate a lot. Right. And he was in his pool and he had a heart attack in the pool and he fell and drowned. He was alive for like three months after that with his brain problems. Right. But um, he was very, very close to me. And and everybody was kind of like, yeah, 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 he graduated from college, But my Uncle Fred really knew wow. what that meant because he wanted to be that. Guy, right? Like, and it's a wonderful life, right, right, right? George Bailey, but he he had to go in the army at that point, right? So, um, he knew, so he was always Oh, right here that's with me. so
1: great that yeah. you had that, yeah. I, 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 I and I, that's I, actually a great way to die,
0: yeah. What, uh, a heart attack uh, in a pool, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My it father is. had
1: a heart attack in yeah. the pool and died yeah, too,
0: yeah. but yeah. I mean, come on. If you're gonna go, you're gonna yeah. go, and you want it to be massive quickly. You right? Know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. One time, I had a, I was in a situation where somebody got mad at a, at a bunch of comedians, and uh, he mm. said, the guy said, I'm I'm coming down there, and I'm bringing my gun, and I said, do me a favor, dude, put one right there if you. Can. Yeah, because <laughs> I can't. With yeah, the, I already no had the more. leg shit, yeah, exactly. and I had the yeah, pneumonia, tick in the, my head. Forget it. So, so um,
1: you you graduate college, you yeah. you do you know, and then your work is it? Large Fields Manor that you worked at?
0: Lockfield Manor. Lockfield. Where are you getting all this. Oh my I God, do you did more homework I, than I anybody love it. I know.
1: Um. So you work at Lark Film, and they're having that a was the Christmas party. Boogie's baking company. Yeah, and, and they I had no act at all. And I, they said, "Come and you put on a white suit or I something." I put
0: on a wow, holy shit! You know all this stuff. I do research I, on my guests. I, really love, I love my podcast. I put yeah. red velvet pants on, white shoes, red socks, oh. a pink shirt, a red tie, and a white jacket yeah. and a top hat. By the way, I will not wear red again. Be- just because, because yeah, I, one man killed the whole color for me. So, uh, so anyway, I do this thing, and I'm doing impressions of people that right. Weren't. You had
1: no acts, so you just started imitating everyone.
0: I uh, yeah. First laugh, Marty. First laugh, Marty Rubin. Like my Marty Rubin, Joey. When's the bread gonna be ready, Joey? I need to get it to meet forms hot. <laughs> That's what he would do. So I, would did, I did an impression was of Marty Rubin. Was that the first... Loved Marty Like Rubin. the first
1: laugh you got? First with, big laugh, yeah. And Mar- then...
0: Everybody loved Marty Rubin. He was old. He was... Right. When he was born, he was 80. Right. Of you know course. what I mean? Bony. Yeah. And yeah. so he walked around with his elbows up. Yeah. And, and that was the first big laugh. And then it was all like. And then, then it's guys. out of body experience. Well, yeah, like I had. It was all these to, Italian yeah, guys yeah, yeah, who yeah, owned yeah. the place. So and yeah. they were like, hey, no, he's a comedian now. So I'd made fun of them. Right. A la Richard Pryor and his making right, fun of right, those right. guys. You know? So, um, not, not those words, but it's the same type of thing. So. So that was the first gig I did, but it was all, it wasn't wasn't comedy club related. It was just doing 15 minutes at the company party. Yeah, that's fine. And I realized, you know what? Maybe I can do this. Then life changed. At the same time, ironically, on HBO, Seth Schultz did a documentary about pips, about Marty Schultz, Seth Schultz, and and, uh, brother. uh, uh, George George who managed uh, right. David, uh, David Brenner Right right yeah. right So he did a documentary you know, Pips sort of was a uh, comedy club By, by the way Pips was it Pips was, it was it. in Brooklyn In Brooklyn On the water On Sheepshead yeah. Bay And it was it was the original comedy club In the country Right It was called Folkways Cafe And Robert Cuyum sang there And Joan Rivers And there's uh, Landisberg Right Klein, Right um, All of them All of them right. in there In a regular base, uh, uh, Seinfeld, Young Seinfeld Dennis Wolfberg Bang right. bang 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 Oh bang, god bang,
1: bang. I loved him D- Dennis Wolfberg nicest De- guy ever in Dennis, the history uh, I can't uh, sweetest. even uh, yeah, I That's can't.
0: another beautiful thing about this life that I've had is that I can go back to great memories and um and and I had spe- I spent time with some of the greatest oh, comedians I mean when when I cherish my Wolf- my Dennis Wolfberg moments my Richard yeah. Jenny moments yeah oh yeah he my, was great all the way up to my Greg Giraldo right. moments uh, I can't oh, even begin Greg, to yeah. tell you
1: how much, much that means to me? It sucks so fucking much. You know, like yeah. I was talking about this last night that you know I had I went to a play and then we were having dinner in the village and and I you know I was lamenting about how you know how, like when you used to go out to dinner with your friends yeah. the waiter or or waitress yeah. was part of the meal was like hey I got I, a guy yeah. my guy Joe at, at uh, King right. Berdows in
0: a oh no
1: more I go to see him right yeah. there's no it's not like that you and got, then you, I was in the village and no our generation like i had the whole aids thing you dealt with the aids thing right uh, and then we were it, it's just a lot of people died and and it was a, i had it, relatives yeah. and close
0: friends that, that died of yeah. aids you know yeah
1: and it was it was an awful time that yes. you're in your 20s going yes. oh my oh well this is just we die in our 20s you know yes And then I get these. This waiter comes over, and I'm trying to joke with him. And it's like they had. There's no fucking connection anymore. No,
0: no one's making a connection anymore. Nobody. That's why a lost art. When I just walked in your building just now, right? There was a doorman there. He's the best Okay, sign in and I went I, right there I went nope boom that's not the way this is right. going to happen I said hey man what's your name and he said uh, Shay right. he's right. a really nice guy Shea, yeah. nicest guy in the world and um, I said did you eat lunch yet and he goes "No, nah, man I just, I just had two great slices of pizza he goes man I wish I had one so I, it was a block away Get the guy a friggin' size I mean, a pizza. I made him I so him, happy. I get him pizza. The guy, you thought I gave him gold, right? You know what I mean. So changes a fucking yeah, person. Exactly. And I walked
1: so, in, and he goes, "I walk in, he goes, he was already here. He went out to get something." <laughs> so I go, "He's the greatest guy, right?" That's so, what you yeah. gotta do. And, yeah.
0: you, and nobody's taking the time because everybody's rushing well, around. Well, everyone's anywhere. on their fucking phone. Oh looking at how God. many fucking followers. The they cab are. ride I just took yeah. from Penn Station to yeah. here, my cab driver and I was really nice to him. How's your right. day going? Blah blah blah. I mean, not that I want to be annoyingly nice because that pisses people off to right but I, this guy hearing him scream at people that were in the way. Right. And I was like, dude. So I gave him a nice tip. And he's like, oh, man. I go, dude, slow down. Yeah. We're, we're all dead in a half hour. Right. In a half hour. We're God dead. damn Whether it. You, uh, you got to get a poster. We're all dead in a half hour. We're all dead in a half hour. Yeah. People quote me as saying that. But, but that. we are. It's not about this. Right. Whether you're a Jew a Muslim a right. Christian, no matter what it is, what color you are. No one. God more doesn't. In, more and, in common than not. And listen to this sentence. Ready? God doesn't care who you come with or on. Right. Nobody gives a shit about your sex when you're doing it. Right. You know what I mean? It's about this and this. Right. I'm pointing to my heart and my head. That's what it is. Right. Your genitals have nothing to do with it. Right. It doesn't matter who you come with and who you have sex with. And it's not a... It's it's just about loving another person, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And if you take the time to love nature, too... Nature's amazing. Nature's amazing. All right. All
1: right. So you're at Pips. (laughs) Wait. Nature is amazing. It is. Nature is fucking amazing and, and the they're way. fucking killing it. They're it's fucking just, killing I, Mother Nature. The climate oh, change. Like, I can't fucking. Do you even, know what's going to be? Yeah, well, I we're, know. We're, we're, I know. <laughs> okay. And, All right. And, so. <laughs> All right, so here right, you are. So you just got
0: out of college, right? right I, I, now you're at
1: Larkfield. You do the thing. You're like, I can do stand-up. I I did stand I can but do stand-up.
0: Let me go to Pips. Let me, you let went me to see. Pips before well, Eastside? I saw, no, yeah, yeah. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what happened. I see the documentary that Seth did. And Seth and George and I right. became friends, and, and I met George before he died, and Marty, the oldest son. Right. So, um... I I, I learned I learned about it, I said and I said to my parents, I go, I think I could do this. Right. I think I could stand with a mic and do it. I've done it in a And what, did, what did they say? The, my, I'll be you. I'll be you. My, Mom, Dad, I think I could do this. You, you if you think you could do that, we'd be proud of, no matter, proud of you no matter what you did. Oh my God, I love yeah. them. Yeah, so whatever, whatever you did, we you got our support. <sighs> to the wow. point where I would come home from gigs in the middle right. of the night and I'd have a note. The comics on Long Island used to call me the Angel of Anxiety because right. I was always, you know, yeah. when I was young, I was bouncing. Over oh, because you've not you've changed so much yeah. since then. <laughs> yeah. <Go ahead>. So, <laughs> so I, there was a note on my door one time, and because what I would do is I'd get up early in the morning, I'd go to college, I'd go to college all day, and a change in the car to go to the bakery, and I'd be a former. At a loading dock in right. a bread factory. 100,000 loaves. It was a factory. Right. 100,000 loaves. Do you was- still love bread? Love bread. Love and I know bread a lot too. about it. Yeah. Uh, especially Italian, about it. So <laughs> Italian bread, the crust and the how much yeah. yeast has got to be in it. How out. much do you
1: hate gluten-free people? I go ahead. I hate that. I hate that.
0: And I don't even like semolina. I like bread. a nice, a nice yeah. loaf of Italian bread. So so um, so we, so I did, I, I would go, I get up college, Italian bread factory, and then change in the car again and go to, you could yawn. Go ahead, yawn. yawn. I, it, wasn't, you yawn. it wasn't, it was like There's a. There's no air in here. Now. No, I know, but it was. more So, so anyway, then I'd go to c- the comedy club. Clubs, and I'd go to East Side Comedy Club. Now, here's where I saw God, Richie Minervini. To me, is I'm doing God. a Jew for there God. There you go. Yeah, good. Um, I find out. Not only do I find out about Pips, but I find out about the East Side Comedy Club. And Which I was on Long Island. On Long Island, Huntington, Long Island. Richie Minervini was the owner, and everybody used to work at. Eddie Murphy was there. Bob Nelson, Rob Bartlett, Bobby Collins, Jackie Mason was there all the time because he knew he knew Richie Minavini. I went in on an audition night. Uh, Rick Messina was a bartender. Tony Camacho was a bar oh back. Oh my god! They were and Jeff Sussman was a busboy. Oh a my bus god! Boy, yeah, right? these yeah. are big. Uh, if you don't know who this is, these are, uh, look them up. Heavy names yeah. in, in show business, especially Long Island comedy. And Rick Messina manages uh, Tim Allen and, 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 mm-hmm. and Drew Carey. Blah blah blah. So anyway, I go in there one night and it's an audition night and Peter Bales is hosting the night. And I go in there and I and I and I say, "Can I, can I get my name on the list? Can I go up?" I, I think it was a Tuesday night. Tuesday. Right? night or Monday night or something. Yeah. It was Monday because the Long Island Laughter Company used to do it and Rosie okay. was in that with Bob Nelson yeah. and and, uh, and Vinnie Mark and okay. them. So anyway, I I got on and I said, and I and I learned early on that you just tell talk about things that piss you off. You know right. what I mean? I did five minutes. I come off the stage. At the Italian Bird Factory, I was making $65 a week because I was getting paid $3.90 an hour, an hour. Of, a minimum wage. Richie Minovini handed me a $20 bill for coming off stage doing five minutes. Wow. And he said... He said, you were great. Can you come back every week and get on this audition night, and we'll see if we can get you in the mix? Not only those words resonated with me, but the fact that I had to work all week carrying 100-pound bags of flour. I was in the best shape of my life, but flour and dirt and every... I was a mess. And this guy, a $65, he hands me a 20 Okay, I'm going to... I saw God.
1: I have to say something. The... The fact that you got, like, I, we have to explain to, to people, you know, people think, oh, you make so much money. First of all, we still make $20, $25 per set during the week. For 15 minutes at the right. City Clubs, yeah. At City Clubs. It'll go anywhere from 20 to 50 Yes, depending on the club. Yep. 50 is really high yep. for a weekday set. Yep. Still, still. So that's number one. Yeah. Number two, when I, I remember, I remember the East Side and, and, um, and no one would play, pay the women, which was so. Except at Comedy U Grand in Soho, yep. They had a Thursday night, and they paid us each five dollars. The yep. fact that you got a twenty fucking dollar bill from him was God bless him.
0: amazing. God bless him. And, and unless unless they put together a woman show,
1: right? Yeah, it was, was always like women could not go on,
0: and it was a special event. Yeah, and, and I was around when the groundbreaking, at a groundbreaking time when Bernie Young, who was marrying. Oh, I love love Bernie. Shirley Hemphill. I'm still very close to Bernie. Me too. He managed Rosie and Shirley Hemphill. Right. He was managing Shirley Hemphill. Right. And when Shirley Hemphill came to the East Side, she, this woman, does not get the credit for breaking down barriers. Black uh, women. Right. uh, Every barrier was broken down by Shirley Hemphill, who, who Rosie... Uh, Emily, um, yeah, uh, yeah, admired, right? And f- from Bernie Young exposing her, not only in the clubs, but putting a person on the stage who's not afraid right. to talk about every little right, fucking thing. Right, day. right, right. About yes, here I am. Here, I, I could talk about right. my fart jokes, not my shit jokes. Not afraid. I could do political jokes. Yet here I am, and look who's saying it. Right. Look, look who's look who's talking right. them And look who's microphone. making you laugh. That's right. Hello. So. So I was around the clubs at that time at Eastside Comedy Club. Richie handed me to twenty, and then I said, "I'm coming back every week doing this." So I ro- it made me write. It when did you ra- get into the rotation? Um, it only took a couple of weeks. So it Only took a couple Amazing. of weeks, and I was in the rotation to do an audition stuff. And then I was picking up one nighters. At that point in the '80s, it was one nighters everywhere. You know, that's Top what people don't understand.
1: Things. Like I started in—I started right after you. You're the class before me, but because um, it's like you and Roe, and you know, right. and. I was, uh, you know, like you, I think we have a similar work ethic. I also was like, I gotta go everywhere. I gotta go everywhere and get on stage and get on stage. And the 80s was the... Primo time to Primo. be a comic. I remember I would do happy hours at five six o'clock down on Wall Street. Yep. Then yep. go to an Indian restaurant on Forty yep. Third Street. You
0: know, with a bugs eye, and then go wait at another. And club. book your own side room. Right. right. I had I had my own back rooms of right. restaurants that weren't being used. Right. I said we. Could, I want a 4 wall list. Right. Uh, how much you want? Give me two hundred dollars for the night. Two hundred. I charged ten dollars a head. I right. get a hundred people in it. As my thousand right. dollars, I paid my friends. I still walked away with two two fifty. Right.
1: Right. And and you were actually one of the honest ones. But yeah. it was a time, and I remember I used to go out to, you know, because a lot of the New York comics wouldn't go to the Long Island. Yeah. And I was like, fuck that, you know? You, you I can't, 20, 25 minutes? Like, yeah. that's fucking amazing. And I'd go to, um, remember Jimmy's Comedy Alley? Of course. Uh, the, I,
0: I got a story. We, uh, I don't know how much time we have. Yeah, we have, have time. I got it. okay.
1: Okay, so, so you get in the mix, and you're like... Uh, you're really known as a Long Island comic, but you did start coming
0: into the city. I was um, doing city rooms. The only one I did not do was the comic strip because right. hold, I, I auditioned with uh, with Joey Vega. A bunch mm-hmm. of us auditioned one right. night. And uh, I, I, oh, first of all, let me let me let me backpedal a all little right. bit. I was I was I was going to East Side Comedy Club. Right then I I still didn't lose Pips. I still wanted Pips. Right. So I called Pips and I call I, I talked to Marty Schultz. Bing. And I and I and he said, well, where do you work? In the city. I said, well, I do Long Island stuff, but I he goes, right. no, I, when you get a city club, let me know. I know. That is so annoying. Call the uh, Then I call the improv, night and 44th, and right. I, get, I get not silver, but I get whoever was working right. for silver at the right. time. There was a guy named Larry or Lenny or somebody like that. There was Whatever. a guy. Yeah, and silver. And so, I, yeah, so I call them, and they say, well, where are you working in the city? I said, I well, know. nowhere, really. I said, well, when you get a city club, uh, and, and it's fine. And then, once you got a city club, it's like, oh, you're working there? Well, don't come I, to I, our right. fucking club. No yeah. Oh, this would happen. No, right. just the opposite happened to me. I, I I lied. I just got on the phone with, with Marty again and I go, he goes, Where are you working? And I go, I do the improv. He goes, Okay, then come on, come down uh, on Wednesday and do a set and we'll take a look at you. Right. Call the improv. Where are you working? I'm doing sets of pips. Right. I come down on a Tuesday right. and we'll put you on. I lied to both of them, got sets at both places. Wow. Now, I, I shied, I, I, I worked the improv, the original improv, but I was so intimidated. I was so when I walked in there, yeah. not only had Richard Pryor done live and smoking right. a few years before, but when you walked into the oh, improv, it. it was it, it was the the 10 Mount Rushmores right. of the greatest comics right. in the world, and all of them by the way, of note, all of them paying homage to Richard Lewis. Right. Cuz Richard Lewis, people don't know, is was the guy. Is right. the guy. I mean, I'm talking And the nicest guy. The nicest guy and everybody Seinfeld Reiser uh, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm Larry David Larry David and Boozler was on last week and and you know and she talked a
1: lot about about uh, yeah
0: yeah and if you went to catch, if what you went stuff? if you went to catch, I can't catch, remember was, his name now because I'm
1: uh, so he's Richard Lewis. Who, Richard God. Lewis,
0: yeah. So so and if you went over to catch, it was all it was all and people don't know these names. I know it was all about Ronnie Shakes. Oh, Ronnie, I remember Ronnie Shakes was such a great yeah. comic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Tonight Show, Tonight Show, Tonight Show. Dies on, dies running on the at a, a fucking gig in yeah. Ohio. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you never know when your numbers yeah. up. So what I And w- Wolfberg was there too. Wolfberg was yeah. well, everybody was Belzer there. Belzer was, was there. Yeah. Everybody was there. And the music acts. Benatar there. used to go Oh yeah, Benatar it was a fucking Yeah. Uh, Mario Joyner.
1: Oh, and everybody. Yeah, yeah. And Joiner.
0: I mean, oh, and, um, and Ron Darien took me yeah. under his wing. Oh, and Abby yeah. Stein and right. Adrian Oh yeah.
1: Adrian Tolsch God bless her soul. Yeah.
0: We're on here. This is basically a comedic thing. Right. But people, um, they go, oh, I want to go to a comedy club. They don't know who they're going to see. Right. Invest in, in, invest in this history that we have. Right. No one's ever wrote a, a good book about what we've done and we've witnessed. Right. And no one's ever done a good movie. Punchline was the closest thing. Right. And that wasn't even scratching well, the, the surface. The
1: funniest part of Punchline was Lockers in the fucking- Locker room! I, I, and I'm like, there's what never, the fuck? Locker room? I've sat in there's bathrooms there's waiting to good. go on. <laughs> Fucking like the, oh here's the office yeah. and then the
0: bathrooms right here you can sit in between and like in Kitchen, kitchens yeah. Yeah. and fucking shit you don't oh, have any oh, idea uh, the rainy night right. house in Queens when oh when fucking Lenny Schultz comes back and he's got his girlfriend and me and this guy uh, Anderson uh, Scott Anderson from are right. opening up for him over there and we go back in the in the, it was a it was a broom closet a literal broom closet and Lenny comes back with a friggin squirt gun with milk in the thing and he hands the gun to, to Shoot the tits. Shoot. You know about that thing? He hands <laughs> the gun to Scott. And we're we're shitting, right. we're shitting ourselves. Right. And Lenny's going, shoot him. Shoot. Oh, my God. He goes like this. Boom, boom, boom. He's shooting. He's shooting her breasts with the thing. I go, Lenny. He got funny, right? Funny, funny, <laughs> right? Lenny, please don't kill me. I'm a comedian. Right. I just want to do 10 minutes right. and get out of here. And oh, my God. Otto said, did he have you shoot the tits? You know, like, so anyway... Uh, i'm I'm digressing. I'm getting no. Over, so over you point. so you're
1: doing both clubs, you're doing, and then you go on the road as well, correct?
0: I'm doing, but, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing pips. I'm doing city clubs now. I'm banging around. I don't know if I'm not even sure if Caroline's is open. Dangerfields was right. there. Uh, Who's on first yes, was there. I love that. Any little back room in the right. city. Any little back room around Brooklyn. Prime right. time. Prime time on Fourth right. Avenue and in, uh, in, in, in Bay Ridge. Remember right, Prime right, time right. and uh, any little room you could do. Driving everywhere. I had a 1985 Nissan Sentra because my other cars broke down that my right. cousin co-signed for me. And um, having a car by the way, was a key to getting work. Had a, and road work. Yeah. Because once you realize there's Philadelphia and there's Boston. Right. I had, and the Catskills. yes, yeah, and the yeah. Catskills. And the Catskills. Yeah. Uh, 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 Mousie Lawrence just yeah. put me to the points. Oh, Yeah once a month right. can you come up and MC at the right. Pines and and uh, Browns whatever side rooms right. they had before they were closing up um, Mark Beres rest his soul he died right. in a car crash jumped me in up there and I got to meet Lenny and Panette and, right. and um, all the Boston comics Jackie right. Flynn and all of them and they jumped me into the Boston scene then, then I, I I got to actually go to Chicago with Nick Carman, right? Who was, fr- who was living here at the time but he connected me up to A.J. Delantini and Bill Gorgo and a lot of those guys in Chicago so I got to go to Chicago right. and work that I actually drove to Cleveland Cleveland. I slept in a, in a cornfield. I drove uh, my... Because I wanted it so bad. So we right. called Shoemaker from Philly. Right. And me and Steve O. You remember Steve yeah, O. Oh, yeah. He's Steve Oaks now. He's, he's semi-retired in California. Lucky. We're, we're still like this. Yeah. And um, me, him, and Melvin George. And, oh, and, I love Melvin. And Bizarre. And at the time, it was yeah. Dave Feynman and Freiburger and John right. Rice and, and all of us. in Andy right. We would all be hanging out. Hal. Um, Hal. And, uh, Hal Spear, another guy. Yeah. And, um, so um, A lot so of women in this group, by the yeah, like, way. Yeah. I know, right? Well, people... Patty Roscoe and right. I are still very good friends, and so is me and Carol at Montgomery Montgomery right. We are still very good friends. And Carol, I was working with, at Pips with a lot too. Yeah. But um. So anyway, I, I jumped in a car and I, I I picked up one night is on the way to Cleveland because I wanted to work for this guy Dino Vince. Turned out to be a big you know clubs yeah. clubs were all about uh, a lot of cocaine in right. the clubs inside. I stayed I stayed clear of any kind of right. pot, any any kind of drugs right. or drinking or anything like that. and once I realized you could drink for free. I said this is gonna it would kill right. me. I've right. seen people go. Woodsy was a good friend of mine. All of those people. Yeah. So I. It work against you so I pulled the car into a cornfield it got, got dark and next morning the sun came up I backed the car out of the cornfield and drove all the way to Cleveland wow. just to get an audition set right. which I wound up I didn't want because he didn't even pay me I did right. 10 minutes he goes alright if you can get back here once a month I'll give you a spot but it's oh, only like fuck $40 you. fuck you I can't do it and for and then he drove back drove back and realized that you know what I can, I can, I can stay make, here can and make s- a living exactly
1: How did you become close with Rosie? Rosie and...
0: Rosie nine, she, she was Long Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, uh, and she didn't have a car sometimes. She right. didn't drive. Rosie came from... And you used to her- sing in the car oh my god we used to sing nobody sings like Rosie right uh, I got turned on to Broadway because of Rosie right of course and and we both had a lot of similarities because uh, my mother loved uh, uh, Barbara Barbara Streisand and her mother loved Barbara so we would sing we would sing in the car the whole time like you know how comics talk about gigs and how we got Yeah. we would turn the radio on and just sing the whole time same you know I
1: just posted a video of me and my girlfriend Elisa Mm -hmm. uh, and it's me screaming at some fucking bitch who came in the HOV Lane and she's the only one. Yeah. I saw it. And Joe Mulligan writes (laughs) <laughs> brings back such memories <laughs> <laughs> the amount of car rides with, with my guy comic yeah, where, you yeah, know yeah. it was just, I,
0: yeah. I did I, I actually had to go to Utah I, Utah Iowa with Joe Mulligan years ago yeah. we did we did a, uh, Bruce Willis and Demi Moore owned a town called Haley Iowa oh my god and we did the, a place called The Mint it was horrible Ugh. and every sign in the store said congratulations B&D and B&D oh, god. It, was, it was so t- freaking tacky I but, hate that shit but he, right. he knew him anyway now, so so Rosie, you
1: you were like headlining. Uh, uh, pretty, no, 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 no. You were no, no, middling.
0: No. I was I was an MC. I only middled for three months of my whole career, and I'm going to tell you, you why.
1: You went from MC. I know I know why, but you'll tell everyone else why. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, okay. So you're MCing, and then and but Rosie at this point is headlining. Rosie's headline. Yeah, and yeah. you're driving her and opening for Rosie, her. Yeah. Rosie
0: didn't have any TV credit. The only right. thing she had was the Star Search thing right. at that point. But Rosie was so strong, yeah. imp- imp- doing improv, and right. so relentless on stage. When you talk about... I mean, years ago, Carol Leifer told me... When I worked at the original right. the original Treehouse, yeah. when... Um, I was working with uh, I think I was opening up for Elaine Boozler, right, and Carol uh, Carol Leafa came to see Elaine right. Boozler because she's friends with Jeff, yeah, Sussman. so anyway they they um we were all there backstage, and I got to pick Carol Leafa's brain a little bit, right who's uh, t- to me is just... Oh great nobody better yeah she explained to me vulnerability this is before i took my acting classes with joanna beckson right i i she explained to me how you have to be completely vulnerable which is what i one of the things i admire you from the from the moment i met you and oh you know how you when you see somebody you fall in love right away i fell in love with you right away it only took it really took and there's certain people that 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 you have that um for another thing when you wanted me to do your podcast here I, this is this is a career. I'm not and I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. This is a this is a major thing for me. This really means oh, a lot. I, I fell in love with you in the first five you. seconds I saw you because I saw a totally vulnerable, relentless person <laughs> that had nothing. You were fucking braveheart. You were and I and I'm standing there and I'm in the back of the room in shock, like going. You can do that. <laughs> not only you can do that, but those laughs are stronger laughs than everybody else in the room has been getting. You can get a here's a laugh, here's a chuckle. Right. But when you do, when you come at an audience, not harmfully. Right. But it, it, but you come at them. You stand your ground. You hold your ground. You and you step to them and challenge them. And do it in a funny way, and then it, it elicits a wail of laughter. Right. I said to myself, "That's what I want to do." And you were one of those people. Oh, you, thanks. Jenny, uh, Nelson, when he was doing right. his characters like that, um, you know. But people say to me, well, "Who are my biggest influences?" I say, generally, it's like three Richies and a Dom: right. Richard Pryor, Richie Minovini, Rich Jenny, and Dom. Arara. Oh, Dom, the Dom, best. Dom. Dom is. I was on the phone for an hour the other day. He. He's he. It's, he doesn't even come to the end right. stage like you do. He doesn't even. Right. You know there isn't fire coming out of his nose. He leans all the way right. back, almost frigid. Right. And he listens to those legs. Right. Now, if you're if you're a good comic and you're a scientist and a wordsmith, you will figure out. No matter how much time it takes, how much work it takes, right. you will figure out what it takes to get to that level. Right. That's missing now, in general. Oh, not to, absolutely. Not to, not to put any, i don't want to be a millennial bachelor yeah. or whatever it is. You know what I mean? But that's missing now, to a certain extent, in the because it, it's so watered down now that they don't—they get a laugh and, and they're out. You
1: know, there's also this, this fearlessness, and it's like if I open myself up, you know, they'll trust me more. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. like if you. Like, I, I would write a joke that I thought was funny. It get, I'd be like, come, come on, God, where are you yeah, fucking yeah, kidding me? Yeah, I was yeah. such a baby. Yeah, about yeah. It. But it was it. Like, it's about the honest. honesty. Everybody right. shits. That's it.
0: Because they're so afraid to be, you know. They're afraid to make themselves vulnerable. Meanwhile, when you look at it, the ones that are the people in the society that are most attractive are the ones that are vulnerable. Right.
1: They're the ones that are... fearless. Exactly. You have to be fearless and vulnerable. So you're driving around with Roe.
0: So you emcee, you... you I don't bring in a person... uh, Richie had a club in in, in Pennsylvania at that time, so I would drive her there. Yeah. I would drive her... We did a a gig in Connecticut. We did a gig in Westchester. Uh, Camacho had uh, Wally's and... Right. Deep in New Jersey somewhere, and I would drive her there. Or and but at the same time, doing gigs with her at East Side right. and Chuckles and whatever. Right. I mean, one night, one night at Governors in Levittown, I was MCing uh, uh, Rosie Middleton, Jen, Leno, Leno, Leno closed. Oh my god! So that was like a monster set. Right. They had no idea what they were seeing right, at that right, point. Right. You know, so um, so so that was going on 84, eighty four. You know, I started eighty eighty one. So um, I kept banging around the one nighters, picking up rooms here and there, going to college to the Italian Bird Factory. Um, You know, so I I was doing that. And then in in 1986, I get a gig. You want to go there? Yep. In nineteen eighty six I get a gig called Comedy Stop at the Trop yep. down in Atlantic City. And um and I'm and I'm remember finally that? remember the I'm, condo? Yeah. Remember at all. Oh yeah. my god. But this condo was actually the first one they had because it was it was where the golden nugget's not even I don't even know what's there now. It right. became it became the golden nugget. Um was like near it. Anyway, there was uh, condos and they, they're on an angle. These two buildings yeah. that are on an angle are to they're all the way to the right on the boardwalk and where they put you was one of those condos and it was me and the other two condos, Adam Leslie and a ventriloquist guy who had a, who had a duck and I was emceeing and it was my first real road gig and my, right. my mother used to, my father didn't like to gamble that much. So my, my mother would get on a bus by herself from Long Island Ten dollars in free chips. Right, go by herself, play the slots, get back on the bus, and come back. Right, because she, but she's like Atlantic City's a. Big, right, if you ever get to Atlantic City, I got to work Atlantic City comedy. Stop the trap. I was emceeing, and um, so I get the gig, and it's a real. Now I'm in show business. Right, because uh, even amongst my family, because I have an aunt that that up until recently she looks, at, she would look at me and go, so you got this gig, you going on the road? Yeah, they put you up so unless so unless they oh please my mother used to till the day she died. you getting paid no mom I'm not getting
1: paid I'm doing it for free if if
0: they put you up you were somebody right so anyway I get this gig I'm Atlantic City my parents are really proud of me and everything this was uh, the uh, October 18 19 18 19 20 because my birthday is on the 19th which was a uh, Friday night, Mm -hmm. night something like that I don't even forget 1986 this was so I drive down my girlfriend comes with me who's now my wife and and she stayed with me in the condo, and it's a beautiful condo. I remember Dolly Parton was wasn't below it, us. Wasn't it a three, three,
1: three? levels? Yeah, that condo. Yeah, it yeah. was like a level and yeah. another level. Yeah. that the I
0: got. Yeah, and then and then it would be we had yeah, separate yeah. bathrooms and yeah. everything. So I remember Frank Sinatra had a condo above us, and Dolly Parton wow. was below us. Right. And it was really a big deal to the point where I wanted to show my parents. Right. You got to see where they're putting me. I only have one room in the right. place, but at least they're putting me in a place. Yeah. So anyway, uh, she came with me. She stayed with me, and we did we did shows all week. And then and now the weekend here is my parents come down to visit. Now, um, we we uh, we. we we had breakfast the day they were leaving they came to see me on a Friday night and they were in the audience killed I had a great time just emceeing you know right. what I mean my 15 minutes and 5 in the right. middle and then I bring up the ventriloquist bring up this guy Adam Leslie he's a comic and then and then he uh, and then the next night uh, next morning Saturday morning we uh, have breakfast and we walked the boardwalk you know and then we went and had ice cream and then it was like mid to late afternoon and I said goodbye to them they got in the car and they packed up their stuff and they like alright I'll see you home alright I'll call you tonight this and that so we go back and um we have dinner my, my wife and I with girlfriend at the time and then we wait get changed go to the show show starts and I do my 15 minutes up front looking right at the seats where my parents were sitting the night before and I do I do um I do my 15 minutes I bring up the middle act and backstage a call comes to Bob Kephart who was the owner of the club right and uh he gets the call that my parents were in a very bad car accident. I remember this. And, um, and I, and, and uh, so he look he puts his hand over the phone. It's my mother in law calling the back of the club, right. saying, uh, talking to him. Everybody's hysterical. My girlfriend's there. She's hearing everything. And at the same time, as an MC, I hear in this ear, that's my time. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back Joey Cola. So I just get the news that my, right. th- and it, the call said that one of them, was probably killed, so now I, I and you didn't know which one didn't know which one, and I jumped back on stage because that's all I knew. that's right. all I got is my my balls and my act. that's right. all I got. I jumped back on stage and I got the five minutes I'm doing. it's it's modular it's it's right. 5, five fifteen here, this modular bit, and the bit was about my mother waking me up one morning to find out what time I had to get up right. I did the bit looking at the seats that they were in the night before and I I didn't I don't know if I did the whole five minutes because it's all a blur right? but I know I did some time enough to go ladies and gentlemen here's your headliner Adam Leslie I brought him up jumped back and then I just stood there like this so my wife was like come on we gotta go we gotta go back to the condo pack our shit and get home and I had a little Nissan Sentra four cylinder right. uh, that my cousin co-signed for me we jump in the car I go back but my wife said listen my mother said that your brother said don't go to the hospital it was on route 110 right. in, um, in Amityville um, don't go to the hospital things are very bad there just come right home Every, there's a million people at the house there's relatives there's friends right. it's, it's the middle of the right. night now so we get to the house and uh, we get we get out there and I don't go to the house I go to the hospital there's course, my mom yeah. my mom is uh, b- banged up she's alive but her eyes are f- flapping up right. and down she's not there her body's alive but right. her mind is she's not there she's got tubes in everywhere there's still blood everywhere so I flip and lose it and then uh I'm talking to the doctor and, and she's in a coma so, my father's four stories up in the in the hospital, and we can't tell him, because he's in bad shape, right. what's going on. So, anyway, my wife drives us home, we go back to the house, relative... Did you sleep- see your father as well? Uh, No, no. Okay. Uh, no, he he was still, like, kind of knocked out. It was middle okay. of the night at this point. It was, gotcha. like, two o'clock in the morning at this point. Go home, a million people in my house. Relati- Which is the last thing you fucking yeah. need. But, well, everybody yeah. from the city It was at my house. Everybody right. from all over the place right. was at my house, and all my friends. Now, remember, I'm young now. Right. I'm 24, 25, so I got High school friends, college friends, neighbors, right. like everybody, and we were like the mayors of the right. of the neighborhood too. Like my, my brother and I had parties that, it's five thousand people. Right. We, if you had a good speakers in your truck, we'd take the truck and back it into the yard. Right, right. But it was like crazy. Anyway, it was a lot of people that house. So, um, she's in a coma. We can't tell my father. Long story short, that was my birthday. Um, and then she, she waited till the 20th and then died at one o'clock in the morning on the 20th. And then my brother and I had to bury my mom without telling my dad. So the whole time he was like, How's mom doing? We're like, Oh, mom's doing good. Mom's doing good. Meanwhile, oh we're going to the whole funeral. Oh, that's just fucking horrible. It was the worst of the worst thing. It was my worst nightmare come, come right. through. because remember, we love our angel of anxiety notes on right. everything. You know, my mother was, if a if a newspaper boy came to the house, it was cold without a hat. He left with a hat. Right. That's that's what well, I. grew that, up you are you are her. That, that, well, thank you, thank you. You are. It's the biggest compliment I could ever get. But my father was like the same way. You know what I mean? Like like he would. He didn't. He was. Uh, he was like. Uh, I mean, we, we think of German and we make fun, but he was a very good-hearted right, man. Right. 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 Uh, he didn't see race. He didn't see. He didn't see anything. Like when he right. coached Little League, I remember there was this kid named uh, Curtis Jackson, uh, and, and we were growing up, and he was. Uh, he was. Uh, had some. Uh, um, Mental issues? yeah, challenge, yeah, yeah, challenges. So, and we went. We, I remember him taking me and my brother and my mother and some other kids through a really bad neighborhood. You know what I mean? Not not bad neighborhood, but it was an African American neighborhood right. where we really didn't feel uh, comfortable or welcome. Right. But we went to their house and brought them food and had a barbecue there right. for that. And I was like, "Holy shit! Are you dad? What a great are, guy. dad! Are you nuts? Are you out right. of your mind?" He goes, "It. This. It, it doesn't matter. Right. We're here." I like these people. Right. And this is what this is what whatever happens is going to happen. Right. But I'm putting good in front of it. Let's lead with good right. and then if bad happens we'll deal with it. Right. And that's the way my parents were. You know, they they led that way. You know, even the Germans my I could the German side of my family is more Italian and right. actually have more more Jewish traits right. than than yeah. than anything that I could. Well, they I probably have from. Jew in them. Um, I bet you they do. Yeah. I bet you they do. So,
1: so anyway, I, so that I happened. remember. I remember this. Whole, I mean, this everyone in the
0: comedy community Every, knew even this. Even Dennis Miller, because yeah, shortly oh, no. after that. No, He's not shortly after that, I opened up for him at then, Fordham University. I had a. He he got to the gig, but then I had to drive him back. I'm driving him back. He was part of Saturday Night Live. He um he even mentioned he goes, dude, you're the dude whose mother yeah. just died, right? And I, I explained it to him. So everybody knew. But about I the. Rosie really took me under the yeah. wing, too, at that point.
1: So that was a big thing for all of us. And, I mean, more, more not even compar- comparable right. to you. But I was always, when I had heard that, I thought, he probably feels so guilty. You know, yeah. the guilt. Yeah. Uh, had I not been working, had I not, you know, like the questions and the shit. And it, They came to
0: see me in Atlantic right. City. And if they I weren't th- there, it wouldn't have happened. But that, then I, I realized that it wasn't my fault. Right, what, at what all, was zero. Turns out my father was epileptic. And really didn't tell anybody. So we had some seizures before that we knew about. Right. And he said he was cut off, but he had an epileptic seizure and uh, crashed into a tree on the side of the Southern State So it, like, they could have been driving came. in the... Could yeah. have been anywhere. But the thing, that, the real thing is, is, it was my mother's time. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Whether it's a bullet, a bus, a, a flesh-eating disease, O.J. jumping out of a bush. Right. When your time is up, your time is up. What? How do you think that changed
1: you as a comic? Uh,
0: it Again, now I don't want to sound macabre or anything like right, that. No. I can't explain a strength that came over me. I At that point, I was emceeing. Uh, then... Uh, I, first of all I was gonna I was in bad shape. because at that point people go, What can I do to help you? I right. said, I'm having problems sleeping, bring me a, a bottle of NyQuil. Right. Can you bring me some NyQuil? Yeah. I had ten bottles of Nyquil in my bed Ugh. that I was drinking. Right. When I say drinking, I mean yeah, like, like someone yeah. would drink a bottle of water. Boom. So I wanted I was self sedating right. and that was it. That was it. Because my mother and I were like this. Right. I mean like really, really close. Every my world revolved around right. it, cooking and she taught me how to cook. She taught me right. life. My father did too, but my mother and I were very, very close. So I said, that's it. This is it. Now it's just figuring out how I'm going to get out of here and, right. and when, why and, when and, and that's it. Yeah. And then I can't explain it, but something came over me and overwhelmed me that um, I, it just, I, I felt this, uh strength of... Uh, I was looking out my dining room window, yeah. which is where in the house where my mother would cook and all the food right. would go. And after she passed, my aunt was at the house, and uh, w- we were looking for this spoon, and we couldn't find the spoon. And all of a sudden, my aunt finds this spoon, and we we're like looking for the spoon because it was all decorative right. innately. That's my mother's spoon. Like. Right. And again, I don't believe in any kind of uh, right. psychic or any kind of bullshit happening, but there were certain things that happened. But more importantly the sunlight was hitting me in a different way i, I started to notice uh, more things about right. like nature and people and look in look in right. look in in right. in up until then that really didn't happen right I, you know i really looked between your eyes and and discovered us as individuals right. and us as a people and then us as a planet and then i tried to apply or figure out where this one life right. can can add to whatever this is, right. and then it, it, for some something told me your thing is making them laugh, right? No matter what bullets are being shot, no matter what drugs are being right. done, no matter who's hating who. You have this thing your job, where you could pull them into, take their minds off that right. and maybe pull them over here for a little while. And if you pull them long enough, maybe they'll resolve whatever right. they got going there. So,
1: you know, it's interesting because, well, that there's a whole Jewish, you know, the whole yep. Jewish religion, Tikkun Olam yep. is healing the world, yes. which is what we essentially yes, and do. And self-healing also. And I remember, um, I also felt strong, you know, the strength I think I got after my father suddenly died, right. I was 27, um, it was, I remember nothing ever from that point on had an effect on me on stage. Like when someone, because I would get, you know, I, I love to talk to the audience and I'd yeah. be like, oh, what's going on? And people would be like, you know what? You know, I remember once I was at the comedy store in LA and I'm like, these people saw were you talking. I shit
0: at the Ice House. Uh, I, that was
1: insane. <laughs> but I, I said to, um, I said to this girl, I go, "What are you guys celebrating?" And they're like, "Oh, well, she um, has cancer. She's getting her leg removed tomorrow." And I'm like, "Oh, all about you, isn't it?" You know, like, I just made up this. Whole, and I, it was because when you go through something like that, you know that there is nothing you can't laugh at. Yeah, and I think that. You know, makes you. Yeah. Sh- I mean, I've had people. T- I have. Uh, you know, I my. I had a group. They were out. The mother just died. Yeah. They're like, we're trying to laugh, and you're yeah. asking us questions. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, but it's like, it's like you're in a club of, yeah. of like, oh, I get this. I get that life goes on yeah yeah, and that we don't have to ignore it and that yeah. we don't have to not talk and we can laugh and that nothing you know what I the mean the
0: quicker you could put down the I want to be cool situation right and realize it's not about being cool it's about be- making a connection right that's that's the fashion now you're on the fashion. right
1: don't forget to tune in next week to Just Kill Me Now um a, it's Just Kill Me uh,
0: don't forget to turn uh, for part two on Just Kill Me no, it's not. It's just. kill me. No, Judy Golds. Just kill me. Kill me now. No, Gold, just, kill me. just kill me now. Just, just kill me now.
1: <laughs> if you're a woman over forty dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause.